0: I'm Tom Jacobs from tdjacobs.com and also healingsuicide.com. I'm an evolutionary astrologer and an energy worker and a channel. And uh, I teach, I write, I do readings and healings and consultations and uh, do program crystals and uh, all kinds of different uh, resources at tdjacobs.com. This uh, MP3 is to answer a client's question. A client who's been doing... um, Coaching with me and has received some deep energy work. And Jehudi c- comes through and talks to her sometimes. He's the Ascended Master I work with, also known as uh, Thoth or Thoth, uh, Saint Germain, Merlin, Hermes. And uh, after a recent uh, session uh, where she received energy work, she wrote me this question, and I thought it would be. Uh, best answered in an audio thing. You know, actually, I'm going to do some brief announcements first, because I haven't been doing these audio pieces so regularly. First, there are two new crystals that are available. One is K2, and it's a mix of granite and azurite, and uh, that's for all kinds of cool stuff. I actually wrote three blog posts about it instead of doing audio or video on it. Um, So anyway, K2 is good for, um, see now I'm blanking because I didn't expect to do this. K2 is good for aligning your whole field and even pulling um, part of like one chakra that's quiet or blocked or muted back into the forefront, you know, so it's equal with the others. But also deep grounding and uh, raising your vibration. And I'm using it right now for setting intentions and kind of raising my vibration that way from a ground place, setting intentions, and then going about my business and watching myself be aligned with those intentions. And the other one is amethyst. You know, if you follow my work that I work with, Auralite 23 quite a lot, which is primarily amethyst, but it has metals in it, and it's different. Um, and so anyway, so I just bought some amethyst, and I'm excited. I just programmed it last night with uh, uh, St. Germain's Healing Energy because it's said to be associated with the Violet Flame of Forgiveness, which... St. Germain, one of the faces of this Jehudi being I talk about, uh, is associated with. So anyway, um, during August, I'm doing a deal where if you buy at least 50 in crystals before shipping, 50 bucks, I'm going to give you one of these, and if you do 100, I'll give you two, uh, again, before shipping. So anyway, those are my little announcements. Oh, and there are three spots left in the Pluto Intensive, which is happening October 25th through the 28th, 2018, in Sedona. So be in touch about that. And EA Basics 2 starts Sunday, August 12th. Okay, those are the announcements. Um, Check out my Learn Astrology page for details and to register on that. It's open to anybody who's taken Basics 1 with me. Okay, now get to this question. She writes, since each of us is a portion of all that is, the creator, the divine, great mystery, god, and goddess, is it possible to save what is good and true and splice out the bad and evil as in gene therapy? To annihilate it, so to speak, shatter those parts into non-existence. So this is a great question, as I will explain. As, as I'll explain why, because we have this example of gene therapy. Um, of course, we are going to be curious if we can get rid of the bad. Now we have this scientific, you know, medical scientific example of how this can be done, um, and then also there's that thing you might have heard about recently called um, CRISPR which is an acronym for something I can't remember. But it's it's a an editing, a gene editing um, uh, tool. So the, the short answer is no. That's a quick MP3. Uh, the long answer is no, because um, all these parts of you who carry unhappiness or bitterness or wounding from different lifetimes or from childhood, all of these parts of you represent very important learning pathways for your soul as it learns how to be human. So the basic idea with every human life is that a soul is behind it, and soul is part of all that is creator consciousness, great mystery, god, goddess, etc., or at all. And so a human life is an expression of all of these explorations of What love is, where it comes from, who's responsible for giving it to whom? The soul is divine love, but it wonders what it would be like to live and not remember that. Hence, all people. (laughs) All animals and people. So that's what this whole thing on earth is. It's it's called the manifestation experiment, is what Jehudi calls it. Um, And the experiment is, yeah... I wonder what would happen if I didn't know I was divine and I felt separate from the divine. You might have heard me at different times say separate from source or goddess and God, all that is. What is it like? And so we bounce off each other. We accrue these experiences and narratives that we attach to those experiences and memories and the impacts of those experiences. So within a person all of the good stuff and the bad stuff all you know relatively speaking like all of the stuff that feels good that's what i want to say and feels bad or that promotes a loving expression or seems to promote you know a sad or unhappy destructive expression every single bit of all of it is necessary for the soul's journey to learn as a human So can we splice it out? No, because it's necessary. It's important. It's vital to the human experience. Well, so then, let's imagine, hypothetically, my client says, well, okay, well, now you've had those experiences. I'm just putting words in her mouth, potentially. Well, okay, you've had those experiences. They've served the learning journey of the soul. Well, you had them. Why can't you get rid of them? Like, it's not like, She's saying, I might have, I might imagine she might say, well, it's not like I'm saying you should never have had them, but can we get rid of the negativity? So that's where we get into the really deeper part of this answer and this whole story about the empowerment of soul while you're living as a human. And it is that it's soul intends, every soul intends every one of its humans in time over the course of, you know, millions of lifetimes figure out how to go from fear into love. In other words, this this thing I mentioned earlier, this process of exploring what love is, where it comes from, who's responsible for giving it to whom, ultimately that ends with, I'm the source of validation and acceptance for myself. So the human empowerment path rests entirely upon dealing with dealing effectively with those emotional issues that are hard to deal with. Another thread of this convo is something that Jehudi says that the Pleiadians also say through different channels. Um, I can't remember the two channels that I've read. Barbara Claud, Barbara Marciniak, the two barbers. Uh, years ago, when I first started getting into metaphysical stuff, that's something that came to me. <laughs> so to speak. Like, I found myself reading their books. And this perspective, and Jehudi says, yeah, that's exactly what's happening. Um, Jehudi's kind of in line with the Pleiadians, by the way, if you've ever found them. And anyway, they're kind of in the same, uh, they use the same kind of toolbox in a lot of ways in certain perspectives. Um, that th- They say that there's a line around the block to get incarnated on earth that there's a line that souls want to be here to have this experience and one of the deals is like one of the facets of human experience that matters so much is that you have the opportunity to while being consciousness being you know temporarily in this body and learning to transmute Emotions and energy, specifically it's said to be about energy, which humans feel as emotion while embodied. That 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 is one of the major opportunities of being here. So, uh, I, this image of the eternal sunshine of the spotless mind comes in. Where <laughs> I, I admit that being very Neptunian, when I saw this movie years ago, I don't know, was it 15, 18 years ago, whatever... I did not fully understand one little detail that somebody in the last few months made clear to me. When, I, when the person said it, I was like, oh, of course, but I hadn't remembered that about this movie. And the detail was that this character who's having his memory erased, he ended up meeting the woman again, and this memory erasure was the second one. So there's a sense, even in that movie, there's a sense of a cautionary tale that it's it's almost inevitable that you have to deal with the painful thing. So it isn't destiny or fate that you feel pain or that you have memories of situations and experiences that are so hard for you. That's not it. Uh, it's not that you're experiencing pain and it's part of the program because you deserve it. It's not about that at all. But it's very specifically about the opportunity that you as an individual have to learn to become divine, to inhabit more your divine nature, which is becoming the source of love for yourself. So you have pain, you can't get rid of it, change your relationship with that narrative, with that history. I always talk about two levels of interpretation, that, or two levels of uh, meaningfulness that we have to have in order to really heal something. And the first level is an honest, open, grounded acknowledgement of the event, like what happened, uh, how it made me feel, how it affected me, how it may still be affecting me today. That's level one. Level two is, and why is that important for my soul to experience while I'm human to teach you about love? Where it comes from, who's responsible, what it is, who's responsible for giving it to whom, where it comes from. Like, how does that serve my soul's purpose? So my human personality can get over the idea that I deserve it or that I did something wrong and that's why I experienced pain. So that is central to everything and these two interpretation levels are very are critical to employ each, each of them because when I say to you that painful thing that you're telling me about, it happened because your soul needed you to experience these four things or whatever. When I tell you that, at, at literally no time am i attempting to replace the fact that you feel affected by that experience like i'm not trying to tell you to deny that it happened or that you were affected the last thing i want is for you to invalidate what you feel or your observation of what happened and how that whole complex of issues might still affect you today emotionally and psychologically and spiritually So we acknowledge it, and then we look to, so we feel validated. Ha, 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 becoming the source of validation for ourselves. And then we look at this layer also, this other layer of, from the bird's eye view, this higher perspective of why this would have happened. How could this possibly have served my journey, is how we approach it. And that's one way I use astrology to help understand what the soul's journey is. You don't need astrology if you're intuitive or you tune in, or you know, if you you don't need astrology. And I've told my guides I don't need astrology, but I love it, so I still do it. Um, so you can't get rid of it, those unhappy things because your empowerment task, literally the only reason why you are you were born in the first place, depends upon bringing more love, bringing more acceptance, compassion, validation understanding to those painful experiences, whatever they are for you, whatever they are for you. So, you you know, we, and this brings me to this thing that I'm sure this client has already heard. She's probably already heard most of this in certain ways, but, um, but, but for everybody else here, this idea of like, can I just get rid of, this is how people often ask, um, can I just get rid of that part of me? Who has that pain and no you can't you can't you can do everything in your power to bury it or shame it or deny it or ignore it or tell yourself you're wrong for what you feel or even forgetting yourself in some scenario where something happened and you know blah 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 i'm I'm the i'm to blame etc you can spend all your energy doing that but that takes you away from compassion which is the power and wisdom of the soul so to face those things is incredibly important. To be willing to know, to, to learn, and to remember that you're stronger than pain, that empowers you, that and strengthens you, if I may make up a word, uh, <laughs> and strengthens you. So, so that's the kind of longer answer. We want to be free of these parts, but until we transform our relationship with them and our judgments of what we experience and what we feel, meaning what those parts have felt, until we transform our judgment of that, until we become the source of love for these parts of ourselves, then we're going to be dogged by them. Okay. So that is this MP3. And by the way, if um, you want to learn more about this with me, I do offer coaching ongoing calls where we go deep into uh Deeper issues. It's not just a one-off reading, but it's a deeper call. Where I use your chart, we do. I bring your spirit guide information through, and also Jehudi and Metatron for energy work sometimes. Um, and I'm actually right now I'm doing a special on coaching. It's three hours for three fifteen instead of three seventy-five, and six hours for six fifteen instead of uh, six ninety. So that's at tdjacobs.com on the consultants consult consultations page. Sorry. I guess Mercury is retrograde right now. And also, uh, Program Crystals help interrupt these problems. And also the Pluto Intensive, October 25th through 28th in Sedona. Again, there are three spots still open. You can read about that on the Healing uh, Courses page on my site. Or when you go to tdjacobs.com, just click on the Pluto Intensive graphic and you'll go straight there. So thanks for your time and energy. I hope this is helpful. Take care.